When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Greetings, listener, and welcome to Springleaf, the only podcast where an undercover cop shares his wire recordings with the public. I'm your host, Pat Springleaf, and in this instalment, I'm joined by the comedian I look up to most in all of comedy, Ramesh Ranganathan. Welcome, Ramesh. Um, yeah, thank you, Pat. Oh, it still feels weird calling you that. Pat Springleaf. Call me whatever you like, Ramesh. You're a master of your craft, and it's an honour to have you on this podcast. Stop kissing up to him. I can't really tell if it's an act or not. I mean, I- I'm assuming it's a joke, but your commitment is insane. Well, what I'm committed to is literally being an undercover cop, Ramesh. It's actually the comedian persona that's fake. You can say that again. <laughs> Adams, please don't make Ramesh laugh at my expense. Ramesh, did you know he got fired from the cop job at all? (laughs) Like, proper out on his arse. Well, that makes two of us, doesn't it? Fuck you. Now, in this episode, we're going to hear a lot about my process as a stand-up comedian and the choices I make on stage. I was wondering, Ramesh, if you wouldn't mind giving your thoughts and insights on such things as the episode progresses. Yeah, I mean, I can do, but I'm not entirely sure what exactly this is. Is it a... What, is it a sitcom within a fake podcast or is it like an improv thing? Like, what is it? Well, it's a true crime podcast, but it also gives people an insight into the world of stand-up comedy. So in a way, it's its own genre. True comedy. Perfect description of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love meeting new comedians. This, this one has got what it takes. <clears throat> I take her to the stage at Laugh Out London in front of my comedic peers, my ex-wife Sita and Donna, a criminal who had recently begun blackmailing me. But when I opened my mouth, out came... A load of old bollocks. <laughs> no, not a load of old bollocks. The truth. Out came the truth. True, true, true comedy. True, true comedy. My name is Pat Springleaf, and I'm an undercover cop. A a, a couple of years ago, I needed to infiltrate a gang dealing drugs to comedians backstage at comedy gigs. Naturally, I assumed the identity of a stand-up comedian to get close to the gang. (laughs) Long story short, the case isn't going great, but the gigs keep rolling in, so (laughs) good to be here. Hey, hey, I'll I'll tell you what really gets on my nerves. Crime! This guy knows what I'm talking about. That guy really did know what I was talking about. The comp I had already talked to him. He was a local vigilante and despised all crime. I love comedy. So put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Whoa! I gotta tell you, green room gang, that felt good. Look, I'm not saying it wasn't an improvement, but you've gotten even more make-believe than before, and that's the opposite of what stand-up comedy is all about. Hmm, sounds like someone's jealous I just put another month's worth of gigs in the diary. Evelyn? 
Yeah, she is jealous. Jealous of your new material and my new drugs. <laughs> you caught me in a generous post-kick mood, Nish. Don't eat them all at once. Ah. I need to speak to you right now. Sita, um, oh, sorry, guys. I need to speak to this random groupie for a second. About sex, no doubt? His gigs usually go bad. Do not have sex with him. This is a nice surprise. Are you fucking kidding me? Knowing the details of your case could put me in serious danger. Did you see the reaction, though? As a showbiz agent, you've got to admit, it was a rip-roaring success. Don't talk to me about rip-roaring success. I've been a showbiz animal agent for less than 24 hours and I've already secured Serpico's first dog food commercial. He's playing a murdog and he starts tomorrow. A murdog? Like a, like a dog mermaid? Don't ask questions you already know the answer to. Super impressive. Hey, how would you like to add a human being to that roster of yours? You've already got an agent. You gave me her card. It's got a clip art picture of a pineapple on it. Pineapples are funny. Nevertheless, I'm ready to jump ship for a big league hitter like you. Pat, I exclusively rep animals and you are a man. Men are animals too, Sita. Look it up in the dictionary. And this animal's gigging tomorrow. Same time, same place if you want to have a look-see. I'm going home. I can't even stick around to see Squawkley's act. I'm so stressed. Apologize to him for me and tell him he's a pretty boy. That'll mean a lot, actually. Bye, Sita! Huh. Well, aren't you a wily old goose? Oh, Donna! Uh, oh, uh, hey, uh, it's another random groupie, everyone. Enjoying the show, random groupie? How's about I randomly group all your teeth together outside of your head? How's about that? What? You think if you tell everyone your secrets, I'll run out of soup? You think I can't blackmail you without my soup? I was just trying new material. Huh. Well, maybe I should workshop some new material all over your stupid little life. Donna, I'm not 100% certain what any of this even means. It means I'm out of here. Eventually. I heard there was a parrot headlining, so clearly I'd like to see that, but then I'm going home. Now scram. <laughs> Okie dokie. Where's the groupie gone? Oh, it turns out she was a showbiz agent and she loved my set so much that she went home. What?! She was my ticket out of the clubs! What's old Squawkly meant to do now? Maybe give your double-edged partner some credit for once. It's not all about you, Squawkly. I'm the one who sells the tickets, Mark! You're a shoulder to shit on, and nothing more! The way I saw it, if Sita became my agent, then maybe she considered becoming my wife again. I was actually inspired by you, Ramesh, and how you include your wife in your work to stop her from leaving you. What? Oh, yeah, he likes it when you include your wife in stuff. He says it's funny how much she hates you. When I see your marriage limping onwards, it inspires me to keep persisting in my own love life. Right, my wife makes fun of me because it's funny. In real life, she actually loves me very much. There's no limping. The woman in the clip you played sounded legitimately furious with you. Oh, he actually asked his mum to appear on this podcast, but she said no. Wrong. She just didn't reply to my texts. Well, I wouldn't know what that's like because my mum loves me too, so... Speaking of mums, the next day I visited Police Chief Angela, updated her on my new material, and prepared myself for a bollocking. This is genius. No one in that audience would ever suspect you were telling the truth. You just come across like some desperate, whimsical comic struggling for ideas. <laughs> Imagine that. Best make sure no one above me finds out, though. And keep it a secret from the gang, too. Oh, yeah, good thinking. If they do get wind, I'll say the material's ironic. That's a bulletproof defence for most comedians these days. With a concept like this, I reckon we could take this act to the Edinburgh Festival. Comedy Disneyland! Oh, intriguing. Maybe I'll mention it to my new agent, see what she thinks. Beg pardon? 
Pat, I'm your agent. I book all your gigs. I got like a billion business cards printed with hilarious pineapples on them. But doesn't it look more legit if I have a bona fide showbiz agent with other clients besides me? One promoter said he could hear you were at the gun range during one of the calls. Ah, oh, well, he's talking out of his arse because I was in a karaoke bar. Firing a gun? Yep. Who's the new agent? Well, it's not 100% confirmed yet. So there's still everything to play for. Then allow me to prove myself. Hello, Laugh Out London. Listen the fuck to me. You've got James Acaster in the middle tonight, but I've got phone calls coming in left and right and up my arsehole begging him to cancel your poxy show and headline one of their crappy gigs. So if you don't bump him up the bill, I'm going to pull this golden goose and leave you whistling in the wind. Comprendi? Yeah, that'd be handy, actually. Nisha's asked the compere so he can get high and it won't matter. I don't give a flying fuck into a rolling donut who the compere is. James Acaster's your headliner, and he's ready to tear you a new arsehole, then fold your entire body up inside your own ass like a human pack-a-mac! Woo-ha! Could a fake agent do that? Give me five! Talk about a natural high. I'm tripping the light fantastic over here. Give me five! Yes! 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 Ramesh, ever done the Edinburgh Festival? Sorry, is that a serious question? I'll turn it down because the price of accommodation was disgraceful. Plus, I was too scared. Could you stop talking about stand-up for two seconds? What about the heist prep? Talk about that. What? The heist? You were talking... You're prepping for a fucking heist. Why are we talking about Edinburgh? Damn right we were prepping for a heist, Rom. And Donna was still hell-bent on messing with me at every opportunity. Like Ramesh's kids whenever he slips up. Yeah, okay, but that's only for a joke, isn't it? In real life, my kids actually love me very much. Ding-dong, merrily, SW6s. Today, we're vibing on some character work. Something James should be terrific at. How so? Oh, I saw James' stand-up last night. The guy seriously transforms, like a caterpillar turning into a shitty comedian. Uh, yeah, well, I was trying something new. Must say, I struggled to muster up the tee-ha-has. Maybe flush this one down Mr. Lou and try again. <laughs> he was shit. No, I wasn't shit. Because the promoter put me to headline tonight. Hold the front door. James! That's tremendous news. Round of applause for James, everyone. We've got ourselves a headliner. Wow. Big claps from the top banana. Hey, let's team the two of you up for today's exercise. All you gotta do is workshop your characters together. How's that for a big bag of apricots, Jimmy boy? Right, she's deliberately screwed me here. Lawrence is super sensitive, he's got a short fuse and famously can't do voices. So, I was thinking character-wise, I might play a Swiss billionaire who loves music. Sure. Uh, I'm not certain I'd recognise a Swiss accent if I heard one, Lawrence. You mean an accent like this? Huh? Kind of reading as Texan to me? We could change it to a Texan billionaire. No, don't, don't baby me. I can do this. I'm from Switzerland. I'm... I am from... I'm from Switzerland. Russell Crowe Swiss? No, fuck! Ah, fuck! Oh, I meant to be the fucking boss. I can't even get the first fucking task right. If this was Taskmaster, Craig David would be ripping the absolute piss out of me. Left that one wasn't worth it. Dream Team, what's the locomotion? Ah, I can't do voices, Donna. I'm sure James can assist. He seems like a truly loyal partner, guaranteed to stick by anyone he's paired with and see things through to the very end, like Ramesh Ranger Nathan's wife. Damn straight. Donna was baiting me, but at the end of the day, I could either play dumb here or help my friend Lawrence. And I'll choose my friends every time. By play dumb, do you mean be professional? 
same thing. Okay, Lawrence, let's forget about the accent and focus on building the character. Mm-hmm. We'll start nice and easy. What's your name? Uh, Walter. J. Lintballs. Walter J. Lintballs. Love it. Hey, Walter. What did you get up to last night? Uh, I used a VR headset to simulate a murder and then I bought a cannon on eBay. Nailed it. Fully fleshed out and super believable. You ready to take this puppy on the runway, big fella? Huh. Um, we've only been working on it for two seconds and I'm pretty sure he just told me what he genuinely did last night. Uh, oh, idea alert. How about we go to James's headline show tonight and mingle with the crowd using our new personas? Oh, I love that. It's been a while since I've watched any comedy and Walter J. Lintballs has never been out the house. Uh, well, maybe tonight's sold out, though. Uh, Tuesday's a very popular night for comedy. Oh, come on now. I'm sure the headliner can wangle us some front row seats. Welcome to the big leagues, Jimmy Popstar. Now, Lawrence. I feel like Walter J. Lintballs hates queuing for drinks and loves answering back to a bouncer or two. Oh, so he's rude. Interesting. She's absolutely done you there. Affirmative. I knew I couldn't do my undercover cop material in front of the gang, so I had to write some new gear worthy of a headline set. Without hesitation, I texted my best friend in the whole world, fellow undercover cop Clark Burbridge. I asked him to meet me in a greasy spoon and bring a not-so-greasy... Thanks for meeting me at such short notice, Clark. I know you've got a lot on your plate with this SW5 case. Ah, case, mace. Let's talk comedy. I thought we could kick off by gently ribbing some marginalised communities. I don't know. Evelyn says people want the truth. I opened up to the audience yesterday and it really worked. How about your upbringing? Anything peculiar? Standard Christian stuff. Went to church. I was a child preacher until the age of ten. Boring! Hey... If they want the truth, why not talk about Operation Pot Roast? Mm, I'm trying to do less material about being an undercover cop, though. But it's the case that made you a legend. You could be like, Hey guys, anyone here ever been deep undercover? Give me a cheer! I'm not sure many people will cheer that, Clark. Isn't it crazy when the chief's the only person who knows you even exist? Uh, I'm sorry, man. That's cool. I was just trying to get some details for myself, anyway. No, I mean, I'm sorry. Some SW6 gang members about to walk past us, and seeing as you're a member of the SW5 gang... You're going to have to beat me up. Say no more. Can't have them getting suspicious. <laughs> Take that, you <laughs> SW5 second <laughs> dumb shit! That's what you get coming on our turf, showing your face around here! You take that, and you take this, and take this for your mother! Give this to your mother! Come here, Lancaster. See you at the big gig. We got a heckle non-stop. You'll have to do all the writing now. <clears throat> You kicked me in my wrist and it's gone all funny. Sorry, Clark. I swear I was aiming for your armpit. Well, just because my wrist is out of action doesn't mean I can't punch down. <clears throat> Dictation. What's the difference between a woman and a... Don't need to hear the end of that. Lomish, how do you write your material, mate? Did you just beat up your friend? Do you think there are any subjects in comedy that are off-limits? Is comedy changing? Also, what's your process? You're not going to address being a child preacher either. I'm more interested in how Ramesh handles the pre-gig jitters. Um, well, I have some breathing exercises I like to do. Sometimes I, I look in the mirror and tell myself I'm funny. Oh, that's like when Pat told himself he was a big tough boy in a two-way interrogation room mirror and all the superiors <laughs> on the other side were laughing their asses off at him. OK, Ramesh, how about this scenario? What about if you have an important showbiz agent show up to watch your set, even though they said they wouldn't in a million years? Follow-up question. What if that agent is your ex-wife? 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sita, you came. Yeah, I heard you got bumped up to a headliner, so... Ugh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an agent for gifted animals, for Pete's sake. Serpico secured another job today. He's going to be in Poplantis. The underwater dog drama. I know what you're implying, and yes, he is playing a Murdoch again. Mm, not concerned Serpico's going to end up typecast as a Murdoch forever? <laughs> not all Murdoch's are the same. The last Murdoch was happy. This Murdoch is grumpy. He's got range. Oh, speaking of range... Yee-haw! Greeting from Switzerland, you comedy fan cooks! I'm getting a WKD flight. Good luck with whatever that is. Hey, Lawrence. Glad you could make it. I trust you're not going to be any trouble tonight. Who's Lawrence? I'm Walter J. Lintballs. I'm from Switzerland and I came here to heckle. Yes, and my name is Sebastian Sokols and I came here to heckle. Huey, that's so out of character for you. That is because I am Sebastian Sokols. Who is this Huey fellow? <laughs> oh, yeah! We have drank an aftershock flight each, and we are ready to ruin everybody's evening. Come on, Sockles, let's take a seat. Oh, that's good. Sockles is German. Of course he's German. I'm doing a German fucking accent. Hey there, how are you? My name is Pat Springleaf, and I'm a dumbass. Hello, Donna. Is that an impression of me, or just a coincidence with the names? Huh. I'm Pat Springleaf, and I reek of old man trousers. I'm gonna hop on stage and talk about being an undercover cop the way a doofus would. Right, I see what you're doing. Actually, Donna, Clark and I wrote some new material, all about my upbringing. Plus, I've got a funny story about something that happened to me at another gig. Glad you learnt your lesson, you pork rind bitch. No more Trixie Wixies. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to con the bartender out of a free Bacardi Breezer flight. This is the most stressful gig ever. Really? I wasn't stressed at all. Pat, you were stressed every second of this case. Uh, well, I never acknowledged that to myself or anyone else, so I don't see how that's true. Good evening, Laugh Out Londoners. It's Tuesday night, which means it's time to laugh. So please clap, whoop and cheer. And welcome to tonight's compare, Mr Nish Kumar! Good evening, comedy lovers! I make ten times as much money as you in my sleep! I own a tech company and you don't wash! Why would you say that? I haven't even got into my material yet. Give me a chance. Who the hell are these jerks? I hate morons who don't respect the art of stand-up. I'm going to give them what for. Evelyn, I'm not sure that's worth it. These guys seem a little on the tough side. They might even be connected. More cop stuff? 
Don't try out material on me, Acaster. I hate when comics do that in conversation. I'm just saying, I get a bad vibe from these fellas. Ah, I know what you're doing. You want us all to die one by one so you can clean up as headliner? <laughs> well, forget it. This is what happens when you rise up the ranks without paying your dues. You gotta follow the true craftsman. Well, it has been made clear to me that you don't want to hear from me. So allow me to bring on your first act of the evening. Yeah, because you don't count, stinky boy. <laughs> so mean for no reason. Please welcome Evelyn Mock. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Excluding the douchebags at the front with the lame-ass heckles. Uh, has the comedy started yet? Tell us a joke, you fuck! The comedy will start if you stop shouting over me. Could've fooled us. You're shit, mate! These aren't even good heckles. You're just saying cliched stupid shit I've heard a million times. Then why don't you have a good comeback yet? <laughs> oh, you're all siding with him? Well, fuck you! I don't need this shit! You can all go fuck yourselves! Okay, Evelyn Mock there. Look who's back on stage! It's the stinker! <laughs> but I need to come back on! I'm the compare and I introduce people! Why don't you introduce your armpits to some deodorant, stinker? I've just been told our middle act has gone home out of fear, so I'm left with no choice but to bring your headliner straight on. This is a disaster. Being brought on stage earlier than I was expecting because Frankie Boyle chickened out. My adrenaline was sky high. Ramesh, how would you deal with a gig like this? Well, I would probably just ask my friends to stop heckling. They were too deep into their heist personas, Ron. They'd gone full method like Darren Day-Lewis. All I could do was take to the stage and pray my new material worked. Good evening. So, uh, I was raised Christian, which means I prayed regularly to the man upstairs. Who's that? Your dad wanking in the attic? <laughs> no, not my dad wanking in the attic. God. I was, I was a child preacher, you see. Well, I hope your preaching was better than your comedy, my man. But what if you guys let me get through my jokes? I think you might enjoy them. Oh, jokes! Is that what you're calling them? <laughs> we thought they were cries for help. <laughs> yeah? Well, the, the only thing crying out for help is your hairline, mate. <laughs> Lawrence is incredibly insecure about his hairline. That was information I already knew going into the gig. He backed me into a corner, so I went for the jugular. Yeah, look at this guy. It's like his hair's trying to leave the gig out of embarrassment. You shut your goddamn mouth! Show some respect! Remember who the fuck you're talking to! Uh-oh! It would appear our headband friend has quite the thin skin. Almost as thin as this guy's hair! Silence! Do you know who I am? Here comes security. Come on, boss, mate. You can't talk to the audience like that. Kick him up. You'll pay for this. Stand up comedy is a dead art form, I tell you. It's dead. I tell you. Dead. Right. Now he's gone. Are we ready to hear some real comedy? What about you, mate? You gonna listen to my jokes instead of shouting out all the time? Me? Uh, yes, you. Can't think of any other bold blokes who've been running their mouths off non-stop. <laughs> Interesting. An employee of mine ran his mouth off to me recently and he's going to get punished for it. Severely punished. 
Okay, sucks to be that employee, I guess. <laughs> hey, talking of employees, you've all enjoyed my set, correct? <laughs> well, that's great, because I've invited a very special person along tonight. She's a showbiz agent to the stars, and it's my dream for her to add me to her books. Do you think she should do it? <laughs> I said, do you think she should do it? <laughs> you guys are too kind. Let's check in with her right now. Sita! Where is this showbiz agent? Aha! There she is. Everyone say, hello, Sita! Hello, Sita! Hello, Sita. What the actual fuck? Now, Sita, you've heard what this audience think. You've seen me win over a rowdy room and shut down some bolding hecklers. Stop talking about me fucking hair. So what do you say? Are we in business? Will you be my agent? Okay, give her a second, give her a second. Sita, one little bit. Okay, whatever. Yes! <laughs> You've been a wonderful crowd, apart from this slaphead idiot. I've been James A. Caster. Good night, love and London. And that is what a standing ovation sounds like. Ramesh, what advice would you give up and coming comedians looking for an agent? Should they invite their ex-wife along to a gig and single her out while they're on stage and have the audience chant her until she agrees to sign them? I mean, if it works, sure. Thank you, Ramesh. Now, before we play our final clip, anything to plug, mate? Um, well, no, not really. Actually, to be honest with you, if anyone wants to book me for anything, it, that would be great because, um, well, I'm going through a bit of a dry patch. Well, oh, hey, anyone listening? If you're looking to book a funny comedian, you could do a lot worse than Ramesh. He's got the... Pat Springleaf seal of approval. Thanks, mate. Tip-top show, Gigglebutt. You must be pleased as punch pie. I feel so alive, Donna. I think I'm finally starting to enjoy stand-up comedy. Oh, that's just swell, because you just sent a tornado through the barnyard, and now we got nothing to make cheese with. Are you sure? You pissed off Lawrence, Pat. I need him to love you. Everything falls apart if he finds out you're a dick. Finds out? Tomorrow, I'm launching a practice iced. A little bonding exercise. I hope you like making sweaters, because these goons need to be close-knit. Hey, man. Love the hairline jokes. You destroyed that twat. Can I get a selfie? Oh, uh, uh sure. Always oh, nice to meet a fan. Hey, uh, don't do drugs. Oh, I actually do. Sorry, I forgot I meant to be a drug dealer. I don't have any on me, though. I sold them all to Nish. <laughs> oh, good, mate. As long as I can laugh that much in one evening, I don't need drugs. Live comedy is the only half for me. Keep doing your thing, brother. The world needs it. Thank you. That really means a lot. Thank you. I never got a photo with a celebrity before. A celebrity, eh? I can get used to that. Springleaf was written by and starred James Acaster. It featured the voices of Chloe Petz, Donald Gleason, Evelyn Mock, Jack Diaz, Jason Forbes, Kath Hughes, Kima Bob, Mark Silcox, Nathaniel Metcalf, Nish Kumar, Pat Cahill, Phil Wang, Sharon D. Clark, and Sindhu V. And our studio guest was Ramesh Ranganathan. 
Extra jokes were by Alison Spittle, Celia A.B., Ken Cheng, Matthew Crosby, Rose Johnson and Tucson Douglas. Massive thanks to everyone who backed the Kickstarter, including executive producers Brian F. Ottin, Heather Peteroy, Janine Giswaldo, Mel Stacey and Stephen Bailey. And also to Acast for having us as part of the Acast Creator Network. Original music is by Namdi and sound design is by Charlie Brandon King. The assistant producers were Katie Sayer and Michaela Carmichael. The producer was Lindsay Fenner and Springleaf is a Mighty Bunny production. Listener.